Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Welcome. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host for Journey to Balancing Your Life. And, you know, I am I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my listeners. Um, It has been a pleasure. It's it's always good for me to wake up on a Thursday morning and know that I'm going to be able to be of service to my listeners as well as to my guests. But I want to say a little bit today about what's going on with Brandy and what's going on in the world. Um. I know that this is, you know, we're in the holiday season now. And during the holiday seasons, we feel rushed sometime. We feel like we don't have enough time to get things done. And so we feel a little off off balance, you know, and it's easy to get off balance during this particular time. We have no more time as in any time else. It's just our system says we want to do more. But I want to make a suggestion here. I want you to take time for yourself. Realize that things will get done, but they'll only get done when we have enough of our own energy. So if that means taking a walk, if that means just talking to someone that you had on your to-do list to, to connect with and you have not yet done that, take that time to do that now. Reach out. Because when you reach out, you don't know what's on the other end and that's going to come out, come back to you. Last night, I had a call from a friend that's on my to-do list. I've been meaning to call her, meaning to call her, and I never found the time. Well, she reached out to me, and it was a wonderful connection. And I missed the friendship because I was too busy. I didn't take the time to talk to her as often as I would love to talk to her. So I'm suggesting to you... During this busy holiday season, be grateful, be thankful, but still also connect. And the main person you need to connect with is yourself. You need to take that few little minutes to connect, to get into balance with yourself. Because if you're not there, you have nothing to offer anybody else. So it always starts with you balancing yourself, your life, the things around you so that you can be full and filled to give away to others. So with that being said, I am so excited. We have a special show today. I have two people that mean a lot to me. They have my heart. I I met one of them, Colleen, many years ago. We was in a workshop together and it was it was just wonderful, you know, and I knew her, but I didn't know her. Because I had he- heard her voice before. She's a, as a singer. But I didn't know her. I didn't I didn't know this was that person until she sung. And I said, oh, my God, I play your music. I like this. It was really, really good. So Colleen is here with us. Colleen Chanel is here with us today. And it's going to be a special program. The other person that I haven't known quite as long, but Norman Woods, he is someone to know. He is someone to share a few words with because I have never found a time when I needed support. Norman wasn't there. I've never heard him say anything negative 
about anything or anybody. He's always about encouraging, bringing out the best side of anyone he comes in contact with. So I am really thrilled to be sharing these two wonderful individuals They have I Can Call My Friends to you, my listeners, for this hour on this Thursday. And I think it's so appropriate because it's just before Thanksgiving. I know that what they're sharing with us is going to lift your hearts and give you that gratitude that might be deep down inside that we just haven't touched right now. There's a lot of things that have gone on in the world that has taken our energy away. But I think these two is going to wake us up again and give us that love and that strength and that support to let us know that everybody has a guardian angel. Everybody can reach back to someone for support. All you have to do is ask. And when you ask, open up your mouth, open up your heart, then it'll be someone there to give. And yes, you receive. So first, I want to introduce you to Colleen Chanel, my friend. And I want to tell you just briefly, and then I'm going to let her tell you the whole her story. It's, I believe that it's, it's always easier for you to hear and to feel it when it comes from the person's own mouth. So I'm just going to tell you who Colleen is to me. Besides being a friend, she has been a wonderful soul. She has a wonderful soul. She's willing. She's open. She's very honest. And we met, the workshop we met in was trying to connect with love. Um, it was, we both was looking for love relationships. And we met there. And I'm going to let her tell you the story about how she manifested her loved one. And we're just going from there. So, Colleen, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Brandy. I'm in tears. I just feel so grateful today <laughs> to be here with you and your wonderful audience and mm-hmm. my co-guest. Uh, I am just very excited and grateful that mm-hmm. we can share this time together. Well, I am too, and thank you for saying yes when I called you. I know you do a lot of traveling, and I don't know, are you in Canada now, or are you still in the States? Yes, I'm in Canada with my okay. beloved fiancé, yes. who I met I'll almost see. a year ago Good. on a cruise mm, <laughs> to the Caribbean. How, <laughs> how nice. How nice. <laughs> yes. Okay, so. And uh, I know it took quite a while from that class that we took, mm-hmm. which was some years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, would you like me to go on with the story as to how it all unfolded and I, manifested? I, I do want you to tell that story, but I want you to hold that for just a second. I want you to tell us, go way back when, okay? And okay. tell us how, because you made a switch in all of this. You was a successful stockbroker, MBA to the International Award-winning entertainment. And all this, tell us about how that came about, going from that to what you do now, and you do it so beautifully, and that is sing. Oh, and the albums and all that. I want to hear about well, all that. Well, I wasn't even aware that I could really sing. Um, I always wanted to be a CEO, an executive, and um, although music was always a part of my life, and my mother and grandmother uh, were both professional singers. Uh, my mother was with MGM Studios, uh, but when she did marry my father, that was all gone, and I believe in her time and era, too, education was extremely important. And I love learning, and I love business uh, very much so. So I always knew I'd get my MBA. And uh, so I went through life and um, studied quite a bit. I did have music lessons, never a singing lesson, 
because my mother, when she did sing, she was the star of the family. So mm-hmm. um, I'd get up and do little ditties here and there, but uh, nothing of great importance, just a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And I you know, love to dance and sing and just express my joy. Uh, but then I decided on a career uh, in business. I knew I, I started out as an economics major, but I also was fascinated uh, since I loved traveling and loved history and art and uh, so many different interests that my undergraduate, I switched to uh, uh, you know, the Romance languages, mm-hmm. uh, which are French, Italian, and Spanish, which I now mm-hmm. sing in, and I have mm-hmm. a new CD coming out with that. Uh, primarily all original songs, but I also um, was a history renaissance major also. Mm. So uh, it's interesting that then I went on for my MBA and uh, got my uh, MBA in marketing and finance. Mm. I met uh, my husband, uh, first husband and only husband then, and we married. And I became a stockbroker. I was always interested and fascinated. Uh, I read the Wall Street Journal from beginning to end and loved the market and loved financing and currency. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the perfect place. Mm-hmm. But as things and stories go, uh, we ended up, after two years, not making it. And uh, so we decided on a separation and then divorce. Yet the divorce itself took about five years. So mm-hmm. I was healing some of my wounds up in San Francisco. I took a hiatus from stock brokerage into becoming an investment analyst and at a real estate firm in San Francisco. And as I was coming back from my parents' summer place in Santa Cruz, I was in a head-on collision. Mm-hmm. And from there on, I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. So I had two choices. At that time, too, it had become very financially burdening. So I decided to move into my parents' summer place in Santa Cruz, which was a great idea. And as I was, I ended up picking up a little singing machine and singing the blues while I could move. Mm. <laughs> and then I progressed from the blues it's to happier still music, songs. Yes. And the idea came to me, why don't I love to travel? I have nothing to lose. I have some credit cards. Why don't I just think? So as soon as I put that out into the universe, which I'm a person of intention, Mm -hmm. I made a vision board of all the places I wanted to go. Uh, It was not important for me to be famous, just enough so I could make a good living and Mm -hmm. uh, go from place to place. Mm -hmm. And so within, oh, six months, I was giving a concert uh, getting my all my videos and marketing all together, and I took off for Europe. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I had a lot of good stuff. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> so, and then I started singing, and uh, the business part really helped me because I approached it like a business. So, right. Yeah, I did. I did everything. I was my manager. I was my producer. I was everything. An agent. Yes. So um, by the end of a few years, I had a 15-piece orchestra together, and we traveled all over the world mm-hmm. with, a, with a, a show called The New Age of Continental. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty Wonderful. much how And I think I probably met you during that ago. particular time because you were still in Santa Cruz and you was coming back and forth. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where we met at that particular time. 
and, and, your spirit uh, still, uh, and I ended up with lots of uh, acting parts and so right. many different things of all right. places. I went to L.A. Right. for a little while, and when I figured out that I had to um, pay to sing, I said, oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I'm not well, that ca- Colleen, Colleen. <laughs> so can, can, that's how can, can. I actually got into the singing part of it, and then I found out my gifts and my talents and the creativity um, got together uh, the last uh, over 10 Ka- years Colleen. as musical director, and we have done over, uh, we're on our ninth CD right now. Cool. So I am, I'm so grateful for your story. I need to tell the audience in a minute that we're getting ready to go on a break. So hold on to that. But audience, don't go away because we're coming back with another fantastic guest of mine, Norman Woods, and he's going to share his story. And then at the end, we have a real good treat for you. So we'll see you in a little bit. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your savings you're more confident in yourself security can be a state of your finances and even more it's a state of mind Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host to Journey to Balancing Your Life. And, you know, we just heard from uh, Colleen Channel, and she was telling us her story and how amazing the story is. And it had determination there. One thing fell through, but that did not stop her. She kept going. And likewise with my next guest, Norman Woods. He's also known as a jazz poet inside the healer. And that's 
capital N and then side, S-I-D-E, the healer. I've had a chance of listening to one. I have one of his CDs and I keep playing it over and over and over again because he has messages in his words. He refers to his style as soul dialogue. But I'm not going to tell you too much more. I'm going to let Norman from his voice in the way that he would do it, tell you a little bit about Norman, how he got started, what this means to him and anything else he wants to say. Norman, welcome to my show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, so did you want me to just tell you who I am? I, I want you to what? tell me who you are, tell the listeners what you do and how you came about doing it. Anything that's on your heart, just share it with the listeners at this time. Well, as, as you said, my name is Norman A. Woods. My performance name is Inside the Healer. Um, it's not a gimmick. It's a reminder. It's a grounding reminder to tell me how limitless I and myself and my life experiences are as a resource. So I always remind myself of that. I um, A little bit about me, how I got started. I am a writer. I am a poet. I'm a jazz poet. I use jazz music to exemplify the safety to listen to me because it's a calm music and it, 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 it has no restriction twists in the case of most poetry. How I got started, um, you know, we've all had dark days. And I had several dark days that are pretty much in my movie. I have a movie called Journey from the Inside, an unscripted profile of a, a jazz poet. And it has my whole story. Um, one of the things we all have in common is the struggle out of darkness or, or of some um, displeasing position in our lives. So mm-hmm. mine isn't unique. It's just pretty much mine. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many variations on it. I'll just say for those listeners, whatever your struggle was, whatever darkness, whatever bottom you experienced, let's just say it like that. And what I decided to do was through prayer and meditation, I decided, like most people, when in fear, grasp for solutions and try mm-hmm. to uh, find a way out. And um, <clears throat> poetry worked for me because, as again, it was unrestricted. And I made a promise uh, and through prayer. I said, if I ever get out of this, I need to be able to have some vessel by which I can chronicle this so someone else may have me and my experience as a resource by which they may not have to go through as much as I did. So that's when I start writing. Um, I have a background. I have a big business background in law. And, and a lot of business experience, but I decided, I, I too was, a, as your other guest mentioned, I was a portfolio manager. Mm-hmm. And I managed, you know, I had a big book of business and the spirit of that business was killing me. So I decided to leave. I went back to school and became a screenwriter and uh, a producer. I had been in the music for a long time, the business part of music for over 25 years. But as an artist, I saw all the things that artists were doing and all the consult that I had given them that they weren't following, so I decided maybe I need to just lead by example. So between my experience, my triumph coming out of darkness in the light, and like you, my commitment to be of service, I had an arsenal of tools that, if focused appropriately, could make a big difference in the lives of others. A Philadelphia radio station calls me the harvester of hope because most of the time my effort is always aimed toward that incentive, that hope, that um, optimism, that solutions can always be found. One of my uh, models, or uh, what do you call them, uh, affirmations, is teachers are born through dialogue. 
So communicating and talking and having open discussion like this, we can all realize how valuable a resource others can be through meaningful mm-hmm. dialogue, a.k.a. soul dialogue. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it was genius. I don't know if it was genius or ignorance, but I decided what I found out in my soul, the negativity that had held me back for so long and the snap judgment and the snapshot judgment of circumstances, I didn't really know that you could rewrite the narrative. You know how mm-hmm. people have voices mm-hmm. in their head? You mm-hmm. have those voices of defeat in mm-hmm. their head. Yes. Well, nobody never told me that you can rewrite that narrative. Mm-hmm. You can have positive ones as well as the ones that hold you down. And yes. I, I, was, I thought that was remarkable. So what I decided to do, the birth of soul dialogue came about when I said, I'm not going to let what's in my soul be edited what's in my mind by what's in my mind. I said, I'm just mm-hmm. going to take it from my soul and I'm going to put it out here, and I'm going to show other people they, too, may get their mm-hmm. truth and their salvation. Wonderful. And their, Wonderful. And their hot hope through their soul. Yes. Because soul is not the enemy. So yes. now what I do when I write a poem, I just write it first, and then I'll edit it grammatically. But mm-hmm. the essence of my truth, the essence of my emotion, my commitment to serve, is by giving mm-hmm. it to you from the place that I get it. And my mm. grace is delivered through my soul. Yes. So the grace I get comes to my soul, and then I just give it to people. And that's yes. why I call it Inside the Healer, because sometimes it could be a word, it could be a sentence, it could be an expression that may put somebody else in alignment with that missing piece. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the journey to balance. Right. You know, that right. missing piece, that missing piece, because mm-hmm. you, can be, you can be motivated by fear, Mm-hmm. Or you can be motivated by a desire to serve. Yes. When, you, when you're motivated by fear, you acquire what you think you need with the justification of moving forward, but there's an absence of how you affect other people in pursuit of that. Exactly. Now, when you're, when, when you're of service, you take into account how your actions affect other people. Mm. When, you, when you do that, you open yourself up to a world of resources that come about through the healthy, meaningful dialogue that occurs with people mm-hmm. when you're not being, when you're being selfless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. did the greed. Thing. I did the greed thing. I did the acquisition thing. I called it blind. I called it being ambitious. But what mm-hmm. they don't tell you about is with ambitious with with ambition. Sometimes there's an absence of spirit, and if yes. there's an absence of spirit, yes. there's an absence of compassion. And there's exactly. an absence of emotion. And there's an absence of consideration, and the list goes on. I decided, Are you preaching? I decided I'm going to go back over to the service side. I heard that. Because <laughs> on the service side, the byproducts and the element of service are gratitude, compassion, empathy, mm-hmm. enlightenment, yes. empowerment, liberation, freedom, yes. and the list goes on. Right, right. You get to be happy (laughs) for other people. You get to be happy for other people. When when I when people I care for, I try to help succeed. I'm just as happy as they are, and you would believe it. I don't say that, but you see it. They stop and go, "Why are you so happy?" They stop Mm -hmm. and go, "Why are you so happy?" And I go, (laughs) "If that looks like that's working for you, that's all right." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, that leads to a well balanced life. Yeah, well balanced life. Yes, yes. And that's what I that's who I know you to be. 
You know, I see you, I talk to you, and you do, you bring in all that you have of service for someone else. You know, and to go along with the program, balance in us, okay? We just can't keep it all to ourselves anyway. We reach back, and you do that so gracefully. You reach back and you grab someone else and bring them along. Your music, your talk, when you're speaking in conversation, it's always to put somebody else or to help somebody else through whatever they're going through because we never know. And that is what I really admire about you, really admire about you. But continue on. I'm just, you know, I'm getting well, we emotional just, no, here no, and excited. Fine. So. That's fine. Well, I believe, I believe. Oh, my. I believe, and through practice, we build spiritual allies. You know, that's what I believe. We believe, we build spiritual allies because mm-hmm. we know, God knows that in pain, people make us their enemies and they befriend us because we make mistakes. Well, on the other side of that coin, a loving investment in a relationship with someone else, we build spiritual allies. And as we walk around in this life as spiritual conduits, the resources are endless. The resources are endless. You can say something to someone and not have any idea of the impact that it may have. And with my poetry, I get people that write me emails and quote a verse of my Mm -hmm. poem. Mm-hmm. And so I use my po I use my poems as benchmarks that illustrate to me when I'm spiritually aligned with the principles by which I tend to believe in. Right. Now, when you make mistakes, it's better to have a set piece of spiritual condition that you can go to or people who love you enough that you can go to to mm-hmm. tell you it's okay. It's okay. okay. Yes. You can say yes. ouch. You can say ouch with a tear, and yet mm-hmm. it doesn't have to feel like impending doom. You yes. can say <laughs> you can say ouch. You can say ouch with a tear, knowing that the celebration of a new insight is right on the verge of coming to you exactly. because you've surrendered or you've said enough is enough. I mean, mm-hmm. I was homeless, and I don't talk about the drugs and the homelessness and all that unless it comes up. But mm-hmm. I wrote a piece called "A Journey from the Inside." And I talked about living in Lutheran Compass Center in Seattle. And I Mm. talked about looking at burnt yellow curtains so dry, they're about to crack like glass. You know, when Mm. curtains are just so old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Mm -hmm. I talk about that. But it's not like my story is unique of being in a a bad place. But again, Mm -hmm. as I said at the beginning, for the listeners, whatever your darkness, it doesn't matter. We compare the dynamics, not the content, because exactly, what, exactly. You know, Say uh, that uh, again. Uh, Say that one more time. <laughs> compare. I don't. I don't. <laughs> we 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 identify with the dynamics and don't compare the content, because exactly. that's what makes people different. When we start talking about the differences of our stories, then we alienate ourselves from the connection that I just said earlier that we want to make. But okay. the the dynamic of fear, the dynamic of helplessness. The, the dynamic of aspiration, inspiration, empathy, and compassion, we all share those. And if we, yes. if we through soul dialogue or meaningful dialogue, practice that, we build spiritual allies. Everybody mm-hmm. becomes mm-hmm. a teacher. Everybody mm-hmm. becomes a teacher, and everybody becomes a source of support. Okay. You know, and Norman, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listeners, we can really go on another break. But don't go away because we have more to come. You've heard two dynamic 
speakers as well as singers, and they're going to come back and they're going to show you and tell you more about their journey. Don't go away. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and you are on journey to balancing your life. Thank you for coming back to us because I'm having such a great time. It's emotional for me. My two guests have just stirred up a lot of feelings inside of me. And again, I told you, this is the holiday season. So, you know, we feel more feelings, I believe, during this particular season. Thanksgiving is next week where you can sit down with your tape at your table with your family, your guests, your friends, and emotions will start stirring. And I just am so thankful that out of the clear blue, this is the time, this is the show for this going into the season to have these two wonderful people that have hearts wide open and their heartfelt spirits that they're expressing and sharing with you. So, Colleen, I have a I have a couple of questions and I'm going to put them together. So I want you to answer them in your own unique way. But you have so much I want the audience to get a chance to hear from you as well, because I think there's something special you're going to you have something off of them in voice. So one thing I, I just noticed in your bio that you did a personal life tribute song to our yes. beloved Princess Diana. 
I want to know a little bit about that and how that came about. And then you have a new, two different unique holiday CDs. So Mm -hmm. just tell us briefly about those and then the show is yours. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, uh, with Princess Diana, I was, it, it just happened when she passed away, unfortunately, and suddenly, I was scheduled for a concert, an international concert over at Oxford University, and it was the day before I left uh, for rehearsals. Uh, Then as the week progressed, uh, it was all for dignitaries from around the world, primarily. So we decided to do a live tribute to Diana and Mm. a concert for all her friends and uh, that were from different countries, mm-hmm. and for Mother Teresa, because she passed away that week also. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was privileged to get to, together something completely different that I had never done before. And it was just life-changing. It actually got me in touch with more of not only my heart, which mm-hmm. needed to be open even further, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. with the divine intuition and connection that I have with the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. it made me extremely grateful. I'm, I'm starting to cry as it is now. Mm-hmm. I'm reliving it. Mm-hmm. But it was a profound moment in my career. And uh, 10 years later, I met a new musical director, and we sat down at the piano, and I told him a little bit of the story, and it was magic. He started... Uh, channeling some music, so did I, and the words started coming, and I decided to go ahead and make it into a significant CD that mm-hmm. was, <laughs> I'm starting to cry right now, yes, that was a life tribute to her, reflected her mm-hmm. life and her contribution mm-hmm. to the world and her heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the title of the song was? Don't Let the Dreamer Die. It is actually a very uplifting and positive song, giving mm-hmm. a little brief story uh, in words only a, mm-hmm. a singer could tell mm-hmm. of, her, of that night that mm-hmm. it happened, and then also what she brought for, forward into the world, and to give hope mm-hmm. and inspiration that never to not only her legacy of love, and compassion to the world, mm-hmm. but also for everyone else never to give up and to Good. pursue that dream. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So, Norman, I'm going to ask you now. Tell us about, you know, the... Um, <clears throat> I don't know what I want you to tell me. Just tell me, because you, you talk <laughs> off the top of your head, and it just all's good. So... Just tell us a little bit more about you and your music and, you know, how did, how, be, that, no, how do you keep birth, it from being so commercial? The birth of the inside. The birth, the birth of the inside is what you okay. want to know. Okay. You want to All know right. the That's birth of the inside. Okay. Which is a question I'm asked a lot. Um, I, I had a psychological breakdown. And as I said before, where you can't grasp the thought and hold on to it, you can't lift your head up because it's too heavy. You're always looking at the ground. Uh, kicking cans, and you just don't have the incentive to go on. So by grace, once again, I was given the channel out. I have a poem called The Channel that you heard at my show. It's called The Channel. 
and mm-hmm. it talks about keeping the channel clear to move and receive. It's called mm-hmm. the channel. But what I what happened with me is, like I said, jazz was the only freeform music that could actually transcend where poetry and words take you. Because the thing about poetry is, poetry is the words of your soul. It's not something you get a grade in an English class for. It's not because you can read Tale of the Two Cities in the Scarlet Letter and quote Shakespeare. It's really the diatribe of your soul. It's distinctive and unique to you. So I had to find my voice. So you had the militants, you had the Gilescots, you had people sounding out about things, people this right, that right, and the anger and the aggression and stuff. And I tried to do all of those, but none of them really sounded as my truth. So what mm-hmm. I had to discover was what was my voice? What was it going to be the voice that I could convey authentically? Well, the first element, it had to be the truth, because the truth mm-hmm. is something you don't run out of. But if exactly. you're trying to be something you're not, you run thin, and it shows up, and, you, and it becomes Absolutely. a task. Absolutely. It becomes a task, because you always have to acquire stuff to sustain the persona that you've evoked upon the public, and, and, and you have to do that, and that's a task. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is not about the task for me. This is about healing. So mm-hmm. I said... What is it that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, Norman, through depression, through being clinically depressed, and through psychological realm, what is it you really know you can do consistently? Well, what came up was care for people. I know Mm. how to care for people. I know Mm. how to be a good friend, and I know how to care for people. So my Mm. path is now defined as one who, like I said, I'm a harvester of hope. And I know how to care for people. I know how to mm-hmm. shut up when I'm supposed to. I know how to listen better than I talk, <laughs> believe it or not. I know how to put my heart there. I know mm-hmm. how to bring my heart into a conversation where heart is needed. I know how to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I stopped writing poetry because everybody was looking for popular stuff. Everybody was looking for slam. Everybody was looking for catchy cliches and saying intellectual stuff. And I said to myself, well, anybody can make a catchy phrase and sound real cool. But everybody can't touch the soul. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to make sure that what you do, Norman, if you want people to let them in your soul, then you have to bear your soul. So right. I don't do stuff for commercial reasons. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I couldn't find myself, and I went back to filmmaking, and I was discouraged, and I said, no, no, no. And I put out on the email, I said, uh, for those of you who have supported me over the years, I just want to let you know that I'm going to remove myself from the poetry scene because I don't feel a clearly defined place by which I can be of service to the maximum capacity by which my heart wants to be. So I don't think there's a place for me. Well, I got 30-some emails from around the world, and people mm. were quoting my poems. I had a lady from Norway uh, <clears throat> put in an email that there was a line from a poem of mine called The Tribe, That's Who We Are, and I talked about how I got started in poetry, and she quoted the line... <clears throat> Hey, Pete, do you think we can do this? No, do you really think we can do this? That's mm-hmm. what I said to my drummer when I wasn't sure if I could do poetry. And she mm-hmm. said she listened to that. She said she listens to that every morning when she tries to get out of bed to wonder why she should get up and go to work. Do mm-hmm. you really think we can do this? Mm-hmm. So at that, that was a couple of years ago. And at that point in time, I realized my heart was not my own. So mm-hmm. my objectives became secondary and the service to the greater capacity of the world compassionately became my job. So then mm-hmm. I came back, and I did a show called It's Good to Be Back. It was a sellout mm-hmm. show, 150 people, and that's, that's a lot for a poet. Yes, and, yes. And from, and from that point on, I just, um, I just know that when I do something, I just find the gratitude that, that I was a recipient of a message that had been sent to me by invitation. So mm-hmm. my job now 
my job, when I get divine invitation and I receive that divine invitation, my job is to send out other people divine invitations to solutions in their situation. You came to my show. You came to my show. Yes. I did a show just recently by which I dedicated a piece that I had written for a counselor that I had for four years in high school. It was called And You See Me. It was about a guy. Yeah, it was about a guy who a counselor who pulled me in his office and told me all that slick stuff I was doing. He knew about it, but he asked me. He said, "Teachers like teaching you, Norman. They really like teaching you because when you're paying attention, you remind them of why they're teachers." Mm-hmm. And he said, "You are teachable." And as a result of that, I ended up going to college for eight years. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, and he told me I was teachable. He said, "Don't let them run you out of the class." Mm. And I didn't. He died six months ago. Mm. I wrote the piece. I wasn't sure what I was going to write. I wrote the piece. Well, the piece got nominated for an independent music award, and I just yes. got back from New York. Yes. It's the international, it's the international award show by which there's over 3,000 submissions, and of all the pieces that they picked, they picked that one. Mm. And that's why. And that's why I say. You have people and circumstances. You have prayer warriors. You have spiritual warriors. You have spiritual allies. You have all kinds of sources around you and channels by which mm-hmm. your instructions can be given to what's next and mm-hmm. how to balance. How mm-hmm. to balance mm-hmm. everything you need to balance your spiritual leisure, emotional leisure, you know, whatever leisure you call it. Everything you need is around you. Hard job mm-hmm. in more cases than few is to push a few things aside and give the other things a chance. Yes. So with my poetry, yes. I send out invitations to a higher consciousness. That's what I try to do with my poetry. I send mm-hmm. an invitation to you. I send an invitation to myself to be eligible to elevate to a higher consciousness when the calling comes. And for me, cool. that is the key to balance. That is the yes, key to balance. Yes, it is. Yes, it the is. Piece that, uh, okay. The piece that I'm going to read for you is time allows, I'm going to read a piece called Within 5%, because when I had my nervous breakdown, I had, what was happening was I was like... Norman, hold on, hold on to that. Hold on to that, because we need to go on a break, and when we come back, I'm going to have give you a chance to read and to tell us a little bit more about that. So Within 5%. Oh, within 5%. Listeners, we can ready to go on a short break. We'll be right back, and both of the, the guests will give you a little bit of what we've been discussing in their own way and in their voice. Be right back. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking 
control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host, journey to balancing your life. Well, we don't have much time left, so I'm going to get right into it. Norman is going to continue to tell us a little bit about his poem. He is going to then read, do however he does on his poem. And then he's going to open up the floor for Colleen to also give her special gift of voice. So, Norman, take it away. Okay, this piece, I wrote this piece, as I was saying um, to you before the break, that my problem, I used to always get close to finishing something and then one thing that would go wrong before I completed the goal of the task, and then I thought that you'd start over. Nobody told me that you just correct the mistake and keep pushing, so I was getting exhausted, and I wasn't understanding why I would get so exhausted for the path that I had planned. And so I said, I get tied up in that last 5% right before I finish, and the walls come tumbling down. So I wrote a piece called Within 5%. And I'm going to read it kind of fast, but you can always contact me later to get a copy of such. It's called Within 5%. Wake up, self. is my task today. Brain loss. This mind is cracking. Codependent help that one might call love won't help me find what's lacking. I begin to count how many times I felt like this. Once, twice, three times, maybe four. Excuse me while I take my pill so I can pick my face up from the floor. For a long time, I've been stuck inside misperceptions of truth based in anger, rolling off of tongues as smooth as silk. 95% close to what's been planned, recycled optimism starts to die. But that 5% walk before the end is where fear shouts, prepare for your demise. Massive illusions, well-prepared delusions still scare me out of sound thinking. Thrown off track, absence of marginal awareness, like an alcoholic who has second thoughts about his drinking. Exhaustion is starting to feel normal. Waves of judgment seem to strike me from afar. Well, I'd have better odds of being understood if I chose to jump from the moon, attempting to land upon a star. Day by day, I push ahead, counting the reasons this gray area feels like the place I should be. Well, I'm loved by many for one. Two, I care for many. And love opens my eyes to see these things. Hmm, maybe that's three. Did I try too hard? I'm not hard enough. 
talents on my soul makes my perceptions rough. Too tired to escape this prison of what I resent. Proverbial shoe drops kicking in 5%. I didn't want to say the A word. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's, that's half the piece, that and that's is- good enough for me. That thank you, Norman. Thank you. I'm just waiting Edible. to hear it against the music because I know the jazz is going to be really cool behind that. So thank you so very up. very much. So don't Colleen, give up at the end. Don't give up. Beautiful. At the end. Don't give up until the end. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. And still you, go Colleen. some more. Colleen. You, Colleen. Go yes. for it. Mm-hmm. All I'm right. Here. You're on. It's your oh, turn. Okay. Well, uh, you had asked me this morning, and I was thinking about. What you had said about tone, body language, and the heartfelt meaning behind the words, and the song Home Came to Me, okay. which is an original Celtic single off of my my CD Home, The Loving Heart Awakens, from the Power of Three collection. And uh, it was inspired because of my deep love and appreciation and lifelong travel experience of being a citizen of the world. And I believe okay. we're all one world, one heart. And okay. it is a very uplifting song, a very joyful song. Sing it. From a joyful heart. And let Sing me see it. if I can think of how it goes. <laughs> okay, here it goes. <laughs> I traveled the world and I've seen many things that now I hold dear to my heart. From oceans to valleys and mountains and streams, a voyage of life from the start. And I count my blessings each day to be part of this wonderful place. Any place I've seen. Any place I've roamed, any place to me I felt home. Wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I'm clapping. (laughs) Thank (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I am so excited. I'm so thrilled. So, is there anything else either one of you want to say as we go into, you know, saying goodbye and co- signing off the air? Just tell me one little thing you want to leave with the audience and our listeners to go through this holiday season, to keep them uplifted, to keep them in balance, to keep them to knowing that there is always somebody else out there to help them and support them by them asking. So either one of you, just tell me one thing that you would like to leave with the listeners. Uh, I would like to go ahead, um, and since I know one of the my functions is the Divine Singing Oracle, mm-hmm. and I am really in touch with the angels, and they are all our angels, mm-hmm. uh, human and divine, and they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. But you're not alone. You will never mm-hmm. walk alone in this life or in the other mm-hmm. lifetimes. So reach out, not only touch with your heart, be touched by others' hearts. Beautiful. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you so much. And Norman? Oh, um, I uh, I guess for me, uh, always engage in meaningful dialogue and remember 
that teachers are born through dialogue. Mm. You know, think, think, think in terms of how someone else feels because feeling care for someone else activates care in your heart and exactly. love unified emotion creates magic. So, mm. uh, you know, just like I said, listen to understand. Don't listen to react. Listen right. to understand because when you listen to understand, no one has to feel alone. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Norman. Thank you all both for saying yes. You have really uplifted my time today. You've uplifted my spirits that I can still go forth, you know, and I live my life giving as much as I can to anyone. All you have to do is ask. And sometimes if you don't ask, if I see that you might need this kind of word, I am there ready to do that. The support is always around. And I want to thank you, too, from the bottom of my heart that what you brought to my show today is wonderful, uplifting. I can rejoice. I'm so grateful. I'm very thankful going into the holiday season. You know, and it's not to say that we don't have problems because we're going to have those. It's what we do with them. It's who we go to support with that because there is support out there. So, you know, for my listeners, I wish you a very happy, happy Thanksgiving and enjoy, enjoy this time with your family and your friends. And again, I want to thank my my guests, Colleen Chandler and Norman Woods for what you all brought, the heart that you brought to my show and the willingness you had to give it so unselfishly and so loving and kind. I thank both of you. Is there any, anything? Yeah, thank you. Norman, you have anything else? Just anybody, just anything else. We have about a, a minute to go, and then we'll be. Check oh. me out on Facebook, Norman A. Wood. You'll see a picture of me and my son and my grandson, or you can mm-hmm. go to my website to hear free music, um, Inside the Healer, just just N-N-S-I-D-E, comma, The Healer, or Inside Jazz Poet. You'll see all kinds of videos. You'll see interviews. You'll see ways to contact me. I give gifts. So if some of you don't have money for my CD, just call me anyway, because the name of the game is get the message to who needs it. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Thank you. I would also like to offer, I don't know if you put it on as a free gift, just go to my website at www.colleenchanel.com. And there you'll find my Manifestation Divine Soulmate song, which is an original, and a little background story on how I manifested my Divine Soulmate. Wonderful. And thank you all for listening. Thank you to my guests. And once again, next week is Thanksgiving. There will be a pre-recorded show, one of the most popular shows. So I hope you tune in for that, too, and get a second helping of that particular show with Tina Benson. So thank you, guests. Thank you, listeners. And we are going to be signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.